Welcome to Intuitive Astrology with Molly McCord. Thank you so much for joining me today as we take a look at the astrological energies from July 19th until July 26th, as we have a lot going on astrologically, a lot of transiting energies, as well as many shifts, where we're going to have the Sun enter Leo, Venus station retrograde, Chiron station retrograde, Plus, the energy of the Cardinal Grand Cross is going to be very strong and potent this week. And we'll be talking about all of that and more in today's show. But first, I wanted to begin by recognizing the powerful solar flares we've been receiving from the sun over the last few days. Solar flares are part of the sun's ongoing activity and eruptions. And we've had three powerful solar flares, including an M class, M as in mega class solar flare, which is 10 times as strong as a C class. So the solar flares that come off of the sun travel at the speed of light and impact us energetically in very strong ways. And if you aren't aware of these solar flares going on, then you could be confused around what you're feeling. Because as the solar flares come into our atmosphere, the energy is very dynamic and it's where you can feel all of a sudden very tired, exhausted, wiped out, especially when you've been doing a lot of energy work and healing work. Because the purer we become, the more our energy vessels are alive with light and we don't hold as much density, the more we feel energies as they are traveling around us, as well as being more sensitive to the energetics of the cosmos. So when solar flares occur, they happen very quickly. They are these eruptions from the sun because the sun's consciousness is evolving. The sun being such a dynamic force field of energy is also shifting and evolving at this time. And these energies come through and affect us. So this can also show up as not sleeping well at night, being so worn out and you don't know why, feeling all this energy and not sure where it's coming from, also craving more food, maybe craving sugar, protein, grounding foods. There's a lot that can come up that our bodies are feeling when they receive these solar flares. Now we've also had coronial mass ejections and those take longer to arrive in our earth's atmosphere. And those coronial mass ejections also affect us, are also things that we're picking up on and sensing and wondering, why am I all of a sudden feeling so exhausted? Kind of like you're going about your day and then you feel like you just hit a wall or feeling like, wow, it's time for a nap. Or maybe you feel you could eat a whole buffet of food. So keep in mind that these energies are absolutely affecting us. They're working with us. They're part of our energetic experience at this time, and they're going to continue. So if you have those symptoms of exhaustion and you're wondering what the heck is going on, it could very well be this very active energy from the sun that we are feeling and sensing more than ever before. Now, over this next week, we have a lot of astrological energies from July 20th until July 23rd. 
And I'm going to go through all of that shortly. But just to know that we're going to have four days of a lot going on and then it gets quiet. Then there's a lull. There's time to integrate, to check in with yourself, to rest, to consider, to ponder, Also to be more conscious of your energy right now, especially with the retrogrades that are coming up. So July 20th, we have the sun in Cancer trining Neptune in Pisces at 27 degrees. And when the sun in Cancer trines Neptune in Pisces, these are water signs about flow, trust, receptivity, really listening to your needs and perhaps even feeling that you're really in alignment with your higher self's messages. There can be downloads that come through. There can be things that you just feel into and you know it's correct for you. This is also about ease and flow and allowing yourself to just sink into something that can carry you forward. And that would be one thing to visualize if you've really been in it, if you feel like there's been a lot happening, a lot going on. The sun trining Neptune is an opportunity for us to just release something. Set the intention or open up your energy to allow something to move through, to not get clogged or to hold you back, but to trust that this is a flow that wants you to release and wants you to exhale. Now on the same day, we have Mars and Virgo opposing Saturn retrograde in Pisces at six degrees. And this opposition between Mars and Saturn is often some kind of standstill. Something comes to a halt. It doesn't go ahead as you planned. This is also a day when there's things that maybe you just need to sit with. You just need to look at it, contemplate it, perhaps allow it to just be. And because this happens at the same time that the sun in Cancer trines Neptune, I feel like this is the universe saying, take a break, give yourself some downtime because anything that you maybe try to push forward is going to feel futile. Anything that perhaps you're trying to overmanage because that Mars and Virgo wants to organize, compartmentalize. It can be focused on this is the results I want. This is the exact results I want. And the opposition to Saturn says, actually, that's not going to happen because Saturn in Pisces removes. It takes away. And with Mars being about the ego and the sense of self, it's sort of like something that you want is removed. It's not happening. It doesn't have a lot of forward moving energy. So what do you do with that? Well, it can be frustrating. You could feel impatient. You could feel like, but I wanted this to go forward. I'm ready now. But July 20th is a day to just let things be. Look at where you want to maybe jump in or fix something or take care of it and go easy on yourself because you could come up against roadblocks and there could be things here that you're intuitively sensing, you know what, it's not the best day for this. Let's just put this on pause and revisit it. And with strong Pisces energies on July 20th, it is best to trust that information, what you're receiving intuitively and what you're sensing is not moving forward just yet. 
So that's important to note because there's something that the universe doesn't want you to think you have to force it or make it happen. Just allow yourself to exhale and it's a bit like opening up your arms and maybe it's a giant surrender throwing things up in the air maybe it's throwing something in the trash and then allowing it to just sit and to trust that the energy will come back around to take something forward but July 20th is a day of really being in your feminine energy. These are all feminine astrological signs. This is where you're trusting what is happening and you're trusting what is not happening. How often are you able to trust when something is not happening? That's divine too. That can be perfect too. And we move back and forth between our masculine and feminine energies quite often. And this could be something you're aware of, especially in your daily habits or what you do in a week and in a month. Perhaps you've even realized that during the week you're more in your masculine and then after work or on the weekends you're more in your feminine. But this is a time to just trust that if it's necessary to get done, it will get done. The universe will see it through. The universe will make sure it is completed, but also don't create more frustration for yourself or more struggle by trying to push something forward that isn't going to budge or isn't going to happen. This energy is the strongest on July 20th, but you could also feel it on July 21st, and it could be something that felt like it had a lot of energy and momentum to it, and then it stops because of circumstances outside of your control. And that is part of the Pisces influence as well. So that can help with planning purposes. Now on July 21st, the sun in Cancer gets to 29 degrees and opposes Pluto retrograde in Capricorn at 29 degrees for the last time but also creates a cardinal grand cross. So let's look at the significance of all these energies on July 21st. So the sun in Cancer opposing Pluto in Capricorn at 29 degrees, 29 degrees being completions, endings. Something important is actually meant to change over because that Pluto in Capricorn shows you what you've been evolving what has come up for you to master, to step into your power, to step into your authority. But the opposition from the sun in Cancer is your heart, is your sensitivity and your needs, is something that feels quite personal. So the opposition here is one that can bring up some things that make you feel even more sensitive or even more emotional, especially around endings. And there could be an emotional process that you're moving through or that's coming up here that you've already been in, you've already been aware of. And this almost feels like a grand crescendo, like something is really complete, really over. You could feel it quite personally if you have planets or points at 29 degrees of Cancer or Capricorn, as well as 29 degrees of Aries and Libra because the nodes of fate have just entered this pair, meaning we're switching into new fated timelines. We're moving into new directions in our life that we're ready for, 
And it could feel like you're leaving something behind or a part of your life is turning over. Something is ending or completing and it could be quite emotional. You could even feel yourself being pulled in four different directions with this Cardinal Grand Cross. And that's because it is bringing alive four points of your energy, four points of your chart that want you to tune into the new chapters you're evolving into, even as some parts of your emotional body and your heart consciousness are also closing out. There's a lot going on with the Cardinal Grand Cross because there's an intensity here to create. The cardinal signs are about beginnings, initiations, leadership, taking an active role in your life, taking an active role in what you want next, and yet realizing that not everything is going to travel forward with you. There's things you're going to have to throw out the window or release, but I feel like it's something you already are aware of. I feel like it's something you're already connected to, at least you understand it at some level of your being, because this Pluto in Capricorn has already been at 29 degrees, and we've already been working with Grand Cross energies. It's almost like this squeeze of energy, like the pressure is coming out, and what are you going to choose? And so with this Cardinal Grand Cross, choices are prominent, as well as being very aware of who you are now, making choices from your empowered sense of self, from understanding who you are now, what matters to you, what you feel has the most energy. And with the Cardinal Grand Cross, because there is energy active in four astrological signs, I have this visual of how beneficial it can be to sit in the middle of that grand cross. Now I have shared this tip before in other videos, but I think it can be really useful to tap into what is calling to you now. So if you visualize a grand cross or a grand square, think of it as a four-way intersection and you sit in the middle of that intersection, closing your eyes in a peaceful, calm, meditative state and you're trusting where the energy feels the most alive for you. What direction do you want to go? What has your name on it? What feels like it's speaking to you? And this could be something too where you energetically check in with each of these four astrological signs. So you check in with the sun in Cancer, which is shining a light of consciousness onto what you need, what's going on within your heart, within your personal world, what is coming up for you to listen to and to trust in yourself. Then perhaps you move on to check in with that north node now in Aries, which represents the higher expressions of Aries, how you're designed to know yourself more now, especially over the 18-month cycle of the nodes in Aries and Libra. And the north node in Aries wants you to tap into the higher expressions of Aries, which is about trusting what you want to create next, what feels 
awesome, inspiring, motivating. It's also the higher octave of Aries, where it's not about competition. It's not about proving yourself. It's not having to be numero uno and demonstrate that you're the best in the whole world at something. That's very old matrix energy. That's the 3D Aries energies that is no longer vibrating in the higher frequencies. The higher frequencies of Aries are that you know that you only have to do things based on your own energy. You do it because it speaks to you, it calls to you, it fortifies your sense of self, and it inspires you to move forward in your life. Now, perhaps you're also feeling the energy of that Pluto and Capricorn retrograde, which has been at this degree point previously and is helping you clear out anything that has infringed upon your power, that has disconnected you from what you are highly capable of. And this is also about your purpose, your mission, what your understanding is important for you to experience and achieve in this lifetime. And this Pluto in Capricorn is taking us into our fears here of where we have limited our desires to achieve something, to accomplish, to show up in the world in some capacity. So this Pluto is also reprogramming our goals. What is important to you in this lifetime? And you could have had a big shift around this as well. So that's another area that could be speaking to you. And then the fourth area of this Cardinal Grand Cross would be the South Node in Libra. And this is where we're looking at what has served its purpose in Libra. What is no longer creating healthy relationships for you? Where are there ongoing disagreements? You don't have the same values. You're not on the same page. This could even be highlighting where communication isn't working. The South Node in Libra wants us to look at what is out of balance and where can you make some new choices. And that is another theme of Libra. It's the choices we make, even as we're weighing the pros and the cons and considering this and thinking about that, there is a choice to be made here. So the South Node in Libra is going to bring up perhaps the old choices you've made that you're complete with, you know it no longer serves you, and you're willing to close that out and to also objectively understand what you were learning and what you're ready to take forward. So this is a week of shifts, big shifts, timeline shifts, frequency shifts. You could even feel it in subtle ways that you can't quite put your finger on. But there's a sense here that the energy has changed. The paradigm has changed. And what is coming up for you now that you know is speaking to you? especially because you feel it in your heart. And I'm getting the visual here of a really beautiful dance that the sun is engaged in. I'm seeing the sun in Cancer connecting to the feminine heart, the feminine heart being receptive, soft, compassionate, kind, loving. That sun in Cancer energy that's closing out this week has been making it clearer to us what we need, what grounds us into this phase of our journey that feels good, that demonstrates our capacity to receive and also to know what we need. So I'm seeing the sun in Cancer as the feminine heart. And then the sun moves into Leo, enters Leo on July 22nd. 
And this moves us into the masculine heart. The masculine heart being more assertive and demonstrative, being creative, strong, having a lot of desires with it. And so I'm seeing this energy working together to reprogram the heart space and it feels really dynamic especially because we have the venus retrograde and the chiron retrograde occurring i will talk about those in just a moment but the sun moving into leo it's taking something forward that gives you new understandings of what you can create that gives you life that gives you a sense of this is me This is creative energy, and it also ties into what's been evolving and shifting for you in very personal ways. We've had a lot of big transits this year that have also brought up more of our own ascension journey, our spiritual growth, how we are becoming more energetic masters in this reality, in this lifetime. And I feel like the sun moving into Leo which is about our creative power, our innate light, and what we're here to do that connects to our gifts, our abilities, what lights us up, what activates more of who we are. It feels like this is where there's going to be some new realizations coming in about who you are now. And again, going back to this Cardinal Grand Cross, which has creative pressure in it around what you want to initiate, I'm seeing these bursts of new self-consciousness arising. It's like in the middle of that Grand Cross, there's energy coming out of it. Okay, fascinating. That's where the solar flares are coming from. I'm seeing that there are solar flares coming from the middle of the Cardinal Grand Cross, and they are helping us to understand more about our innate energy frequencies. I'm also seeing this as lifting us higher. It's like it's lifting us up into some new places within ourselves that we're meant to own claim, fully embrace, and activate even more. It's sort of like if you lived on the third floor of a building, now you're going up to the seventh floor or the ninth floor. And as you change in elevation, you see things differently. This also brings up a lot of change. There's a lot of change in the air at this time, whether that is something changing in your consciousness, in your mind, in your energy, in your body, or even all the changes unfolding around us. It's like there's been this forceful requirement to make change. And that's going to continue throughout this decade and beyond. You know, we're no longer stagnant. We're not even moving very slowly anymore. I mean, things have accelerated. They're moving quickly. I'm even seeing that the planets are rotating at a faster speed. Like there's this overall increase in energies that are moving. And I also see it now going down into our cells and our DNA moving or spinning even faster. And I see our DNA spinning and spiraling 
towards the galactic center, which is part of the energetics of our solar system and our galaxy, is how everything spirals towards the galactic center. And I'm feeling that increase is occurring for us with each solar flare, each energy that we are receiving, and it's increasing our own pace of life. It's increasing the vibrations in our bodies. And it could even be subtle at times, although truthfully, it can also be very apparent as well. I mean, perhaps you've even felt that at night or when you're sleeping or when you're resting, that your body is pulsing or you're just feeling more energy move through you. There's something about this week that validates that, that shows you, yes, these changes are happening. Yes, I feel different. There's a lot going on, a lot of forward movement, and I can feel it in myself. And it's happening as the sun enters Leo and Leo being ruled by the sun brings in more of that solar consciousness of self, of confidence and courage. Leo is the fifth sign of the zodiac. It is a fixed fire sign. It's similar to a bonfire and it wants to create. And what I always find fascinating about this fifth sign of the zodiac is that It happens after we've just had a journey through not only the first four signs of the zodiac, but all four elements. So Aries is fire, Taurus is earth, Gemini is air, Cancer is water. Now we move to the fifth sign, which is fire, and there is an alchemy process with Leo. There is a sense of now what do I do with these new parts of myself that are coming alive that I'm tuning into? What do I do with who I understand myself to be now? How do I allow that to support what I create next in my life, what I want, what I desire? Also what I love and Leo connects us to the heart space. So going back to this interesting yin yang dance between the feminine and the masculine heart, there could be something that is more in balance for you now that comes online that feels like you've synced up with a part of yourself, especially if you've been out of balance with your feminine or your masculine energies. There could be something that clicks this week. I'm literally seeing a clicking sound and I'm also seeing the energies connect through a very beautiful yin yang that just spirals effortlessly. And hey, only take this if it resonates. If it's not speaking to you, that's cool. But what I'm feeling is that there's things that we are now online with. We're seeing the shifts. You know, we've been talking about changes for how many years now? I feel like some things are locking in. They're coming online. They're syncing up. And you could feel that change in yourself. Now, it's fascinating how the sun enters Leo on July 22nd, the same day that Mercury in Leo trines Chiron in Aries and Venus stations retrograde in Leo. So this is going to be a time of allowing ourselves to really listen to what is happening inside of ourselves, how we are new, how we are different, how we are tuning in to parts of ourselves that have always been there, but have been covered up by perhaps wounds or damage, trauma, parts of ourselves we've had to work through, we've had to heal and clear the energy. 
I'm also feeling like there could have been, this is so funny, I'm seeing soul contracts Velcroed to the heart. Okay, if you've had a soul contract Velcroed to your heart in some way, this Venus retrograde in Leo is going to help loosen that up. You know how Velcro doesn't want to let go at times? It just clings on. This Venus retrograde is going to help with releasing anything that maybe has held you back, that has been old from the past, perhaps old relationship dynamics, old versions of love, perhaps something that you know you're done with, but it's still clenching on to the heart and won't let go like an octopus to the face. And now this Venus retrograde that starts on July 22nd at 28 degrees of Leo is going to help loosen up any of those extreme attachments, anything that's hooked into you or overly attached to you. I feel this Venus retrograde can assist with understanding what that's about. I also feel like this Venus retrograde in Leo Because it's happening in Leo, as the sun enters Leo, there is a deeper highlight on love, connections, creativity, confidence, pride, risk-taking, playfulness, self-expression, and how those energies are showing up for you in your life. Because it could be that you're realizing you need more fun or you need more time to play or to tap into your creative spirit, or to get more curious about what lights you up. You know, what's been missing from your world that you want to reconnect with? This can also be your inner child's desires, where maybe when you were younger, you did things that just brought you life. You just loved it. Like you looked forward to piano lessons or going to art class, or there are certain things you just loved doing. You know, you loved playing beach volleyball or running around and not even thinking about time or responsibilities and not looking at your phone. You know, there's something about this energy that really wants us to tap into the best of play, the best of creativity, and to slow down so that we can focus on that, especially this time of year, being the summertime here in the Northern Hemisphere. I feel like this Venus retrograde actually has a lot of positive things about it, where there is a slowdown here for you to tune into yourself and to check in with your heart, to check in with what you need, also to check into your life force. And that feels like a really strong message, especially over this next week. So pay attention to what comes through, what hints from the universe show up that you feel that energetic ping, right? You're like, oh, that's interesting. Or that has energy to it. Let me look into that. Or maybe that would be fun to try. Let me check it out. There's something here about being open more to what you need and to get out of the head, to get out of the mind or the ego mind, and to really move into more of this open playfulness. Now, Venus retrograde can also bring up everything that Venus rules coming back around, coming back into your experience or into your consciousness, bringing something back for you to look at or explore or to check in on 
and to determine if it's still in alignment with who you are and what you want. Venus ruling women also relates to feminine energy, needing a break, needing downtime, also perhaps disappearing or retracting. But Venus retrograde in Leo can bring you back to something that has your name on it, that is, I'm hearing, coded for your heart, heart coded. It like, it connects. I'm seeing these very, it's like an algorithm, a heart algorithm that maybe when you slow down and you tune into it and you feel into it, there's more there. So there could be more that comes up around relationships, around friendships, around connections with women and sisters, colleagues, almost like looking at, is this coded for my heart? Because it will fit, if so, especially because Venus stationing retrograde at 28 degrees of Leo is trining the North Node in Aries. So there's something here that you're meant to stop and look at, like to really understand it, to not let it pass you by and to tune into what you know you you need or you want. Uh, this is fire sign energy. So it is about growth and creativity and personal expression. It gives you life. So this can be about Venus ruled areas of your life that give you a sense of this is me. This is what I want. This has my name on it. And it's interesting because this is a very unique transit where Venus stations retrograde trining that north node, sextiling the south node, perhaps asking you to choose yourself. Choose yourself if something else isn't coming through or lining up. Choose what you need. Trust what you need. Allow the universe to support that intention. But the slowdown and the stop means to be more intentional. I also feel like it could steer you away from any ongoing habits or patterns in connections that aren't healthy for you and you know it. And it's sort of like these realizations occur. Maybe that's the best way to describe it as Venus stations retrograde trining the North Node in Aries. There are realizations here that can come through quite quickly. And again, I'm feeling it in the heart space. Heart activations, perhaps big love activations, perhaps something feels like it's going to come to life or you're sensing there's still energy to it. There's still energy around it. It's funny because my eyes are closed right now and I'm trying to like focus in on this. Like, what is this energy? And I'm like, there's something here. So maybe that's just the message is to pay attention over this next week at what Venus stationing retrograde is signaling to you. What's the message? What's the insight? What is coming up here from Venus in Leo that connects to your heart? Perhaps the courage to really own what you need, to not discount it or to minimize it. And Venus will be trining that North Node in Aries as she stations and moves retrograde. So this energy is going to be in play. And then as if that's not enough for this Venus, she is also on the receiving end of a yod from Pluto in Capricorn and Neptune in Pisces. This means she's receiving energies from those two outer planets that can feel 
challenging because there's something coming into her consciousness. This yod is also called a finger of God. So we have a lot of energy right now at this Venus stationing retrograde in Leo, reprogramming the heart, changing the frequency, tapping you into what you really love, desire, and want, but also perhaps taking you out of the immediacy of what you thought you wanted. So the yod, that finger of God influence from Pluto in Capricorn and Neptune and Pisces is elevating the consciousness and removing you from any of that limited Leo perspective, which can very much be about the ego. So you could feel like your ego is being challenged, your pride is being challenged, what you want or what you thought you wanted is shifting. A lot of energy here for this Venus. And then in addition to Venus stationing retrograde on July 22nd, Chiron stations retrograde at 19 degrees of Aries the very next day on July 23rd. Chiron being in a fire sign as well. It's like we have some things to further integrate in terms of what the fire signs have been stirring up and activating. And the Chiron retrograde internalizes more of the healing journey, what we've been learning. It also wants to ensure that we're aware of where we've been so we don't go back there, so that we don't return to those previous versions of self, to those old wounds, that you're really taking time to integrate the healing journey and to learn from it. And I think of this as After any kind of injury, we need rest. We need downtime. The body needs time to heal. We need to work through things that only can move as fast as they can move. So Chiron stationing retrograde at the same time as Venus stationing retrograde is bringing up more of what you've been learning, what you know, and to make sure you're honoring that without being careless or reckless, without making the same mistakes over again, you know, really coming back to center, coming back to your core, your core understanding of what you've been through, especially let's say the past year, the past two years, and to allow the retrograde energies to be integrated within you but without losing the life force energy of the fire signs, without it doing any kind of damage or harm to your sense of self. In simple terms, this could be reviewing anything you've been healing around relationships. The relationship healing journey, what has hurt your heart, what has felt unfair, Uh, Anything that maybe hasn't been satisfying or fulfilling, learning from that, understanding the power of your energy and what you know you need and want at the most personal level of your being. And because this is in the fire signs, I'm seeing an explosion. If there was something that exploded, if there was something that blew up and erupted, maybe you're now understanding what that was about what there is to learn from that, what there is to heal from that, what that showed you, and essentially the deeper wisdom of it. 
I feel this also elevating feminine and masculine energies into new dynamics, new forms of relationships, new forms of connections, higher forms of connections as well, where both individuals are healed. They've done a lot of work. They understand more about who they are, what they want, their priorities. I feel like there's some positive energy here, even as we go into these retrograde dynamics, because there's things here that I feel are really going to serve people going forward. There's just a lot of energy this weekend. There's just a lot of energy. So if you're feeling that, know that you're not alone. And most of it is directed at that Venus stationing retrograde. Now we also have on July 23rd, Mercury in Leo squaring Uranus in Taurus at 22 degrees. This would be unexpected communications, possibly blow ups and things happening out of the blue that are jolting or disruptive. It's actually not the best day for communications because there is a volatility with this energy. And then after July 23rd, there is more quiet and calm in the cosmos until later next week. And I'll be talking about that on next week's Wednesday's podcast. But we're going to have next week settle things down, give us time to think it through, to integrate, to work with what we've got, and also to give ourselves processing time and space. So big energies until July 23rd. Then there is a beautiful rest period that will help us with what we need to take care of and what we need to integrate. Something else I want to quickly mention about this Venus stationing retrograde is that it's also right at the point of the August 2017 solar eclipse that we had in Leo. And so it could be bringing up a theme for you that was really active back in 2017 and into 2018. So look at those cycles, look at what is coming up for you in the Venus areas of your chart, as well as in relationships and partnerships. I know that was a time too when a lot of people were introduced to the energies of their twin flame or to a divine counterpart. Things were busted open that they were meant to see and work through. And so there could be something here that feels like it's activating those same insights or anything that relates to your heart's desires and what your heart is moving through in this lifetime. I mean, these are some big energies. So also stay aware of your money right now and where your money goes out, if it's a worthwhile investment or not. Typically, Venus retrograde is not the best time to make important financial choices or decisions. It's not the best time to make a big purchase. Rather, it's time to retract, review, look at what has value to you, what you want to put money towards, and to let things just be so that you can process it and be more conscious of where your money goes and where you want your financial energy to connect. 
Now, this week is when the nodes of fate just moved into Aries and Libra. And I have something very exciting for you. I have a brand new program that helps you understand what you are navigating through this shift in the nodes of fate. This is a program that dives into what is going to be activated for you through that north node in Aries, as well as through the south node in Libra. We're going to discuss the themes, what's coming up for you, what is happening over the 18-month cycle as the north node connects with transiting planets in Aries and the south node connects with transiting planets in Libra, plus how it's working with any of your natal planets in Aries or Libra. And I will give you a heads up here that the south node in Libra is going to be working with generations of people, generations who were born with Uranus in Libra, Neptune in Libra, and Pluto in Libra. Very big changes here in how you do relationships, what it means to you, what you look for in those equal balanced partnerships, what you're ready for, how you're evolving. So this is a program that helps you get a heads up on what's coming up for you from now until January 2025 and where you're ready to go next, where you're ready to make some new starts, to trust yourself, to step into more of who you are now because that's going to be supported. And with these energies moving into this next astrological pair, there are new faded developments, new things that have your name on it that you are meant to experience in this lifetime. So we go through that, we look at it by the 12 houses in your chart chart. We talk about it in regards to the transiting planets as well as your personal planets in Aries and Libra. I also touch on if you're having a nodal return, a nodal reversal, or a nodal square, plus what Mars is going to be showing you and what Venus is going to be showing you. So there's many layers of energy in this program. I am so excited to share it with you. It's the first time I'm teaching a class on the nodes of fate. It does apply to everybody, but especially if you have planets or points in Aries and Libra. So brand new program. I will put the link below the podcast here. It's only 22 bucks so that you can enjoy it and you can reference it for the 18 months of this cycle. It's designed for you to keep signing in, checking out the energies, look at what's being activated for you, what's coming up to help you be more conscious as well as to be open to what the universe has in store for you next. So come on over and join me in that program. Bring your natal chart, bring your natal astrology chart. You can get them for free at astro.com, at astro-seek.com, at any of the astrology apps. You can get a free astrology chart in so many places. So grab your chart, come to this class, and understand what is going to be starting for you as we move into this new cycle of faded developments. You can also find all of my astrology programs and courses at mollymccord.online. Also check out my YouTube playlists, 
tons of free videos there, tons for you to investigate and look into about your own chart. And I hope it is a useful library of astrology information to further your own self-understanding. As always, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for being here. I'll be back every Monday and Wednesday for another podcast episode, and we will keep rolling through these energies as we always do. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm grateful for your connection, your energy, and your presence, and I look forward to connecting with you again soon.